0: We're starting. No, I, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, you used to give me a warning. You did. Did I? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I we're starting. Hey everybody. I'm Robert. And I'm Ira. And this is Anti-Wave. Yes, it is. A podcast all about the films that break out from the typical Hollywood style.
0: Break out from the typical Hollywood style. That's good, Robert, because the movie we're discussing this week is... Shawshank Redemption. That's right. And our top five this week
1: is... Top five Shawshank Redemption movies. Well, not,
0: Not quite. That's too specific. Oh. So Shawshank... Top course, five was a, Tim Robbins movies. We, I don't think that did where he cross breaks my out mind. Prison. Where he breaks out. But other than Shawshank, let's go a little more broad. So Shawshank is top the name of a prison movies prison that, mo- no, 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 that no, Stephen King right wrote. There. No, just say prison movies. Just oh. prison movies. Oh. Are you okay with that? Called Shawshank Redemption? No, 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 no. Just prison. <sighs> okay. All right. Top five prison movies. Yeah. What was our top five last week? Our top five last week. One of our faithful listeners pleaded with me because he was actually a week late. And he said, look, I know I'm a week late, but please, can I give you my film noir? And I said, all right. And he said, fuck off. (laughs) No. I I had to give him that. So his film noir movies, Old Boy, a noir kung fu film trying to solve a crime. Number four, he said White Heat. That's a classic. Of course, 1940s noir. The movie U-Turn, his Lynch edition. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty much anything Lynch is doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, his number two was Cape Fear. Not the remake. He goes back to the 1962 <coughs> version. Uh, in this version, it's De Niro's goes after the daughter and to antagonize the protagonist. Wait, We're, you in, said not the remake? Well, that's correct. That well, in the first
1: De Niro wasn't in the. Original. I know.
0: No, I'm saying, but now I'm saying in the original one, oh, 62. Okay. But then so you I said De Niro like a, goes well, after. I, so in the original one, um well, yes, but let me just clarify. Yes, in the 1962 version. Now I'm doing an aside. Put this in parenthesis. De Niro goes after the daughter to antagonize the pr- protagonist. However, in the, um, in the original one,
2: can we oh, like I start see.
0: see what I'm doing? I'm doing like a, a parenthesis to clarify. It, but it was in the wrong place. You You're right. Said it in I should have. You should have set up saying in the remake. I'm just reading what De Niro does said. this said. Whereas Mitchum goes after 14-year-old uh, girl because he's a sick fuck. So that's the difference he feels uh, between the two movies. But you're right. The placement of my, I think that's called an positive. Do you know that term uh, yeah, or uh, an aside and yeah. a positive was in the wrong spot? Yeah. Number one, Mulholland Drive. Okay, he said, I got two Lynch movies. Uh, I forgot he wrote that one, Sexy and Creepy. Now, let's move on to girl power movies. You ready? Uh, we have a husband and wife team. They love our show. And they said the following, A League of Their Own. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we
1: mention we, that? Did we? I, I think I mentioned.
0: Oh, it. okay. Um, I know
1: I mentioned Whip It, and I see that Whip It
0: you did mention, and also Fury Road. I think you had that as a scoop, didn't you? Have Fury Road for girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, Oceans Eight, she said. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the movie Frozen. And she wrote in parentheses, mm-hmm. yeah, I said it. All right, so Frozen. Uh, one of our listeners said, uh, bad girls. Oh, yeah. And do you know this reference about multipass? Do you yeah. know what that means? The Re- f- f- from no? the fifth element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then he wrote again a few hours later and said, any movie starring Pam Greer? Yeah, and that's I, fair. You know what? I get that. I get that. Uh, then he said, obviously, I haven't seen it yet. But uh, he said the movie Respect, mm. which hasn't come out yet. I guess that's Aretha Franklin biopic. I Sorry would think so. But I, I said I, oh yeah, so yeah. Sock it to me, sock it to me, sock it to me. yeah. Ow! Uh, I spit on your grave. Fuck you too. Yeah. No, that's yeah. They get even, don't they? Huh? It's, I spit on your grave. I, I spit but, on your. I piss no, on your grave. That's a movie. That's a movie. Oh. Yeah, that's a movie. And the girls do get even. And then I love this. And then a few hours later, he sent me another message and said. I choose Alita, Battle Angel, but she's a robot. And you know what? I kind of like that. If I thought of that, I would have definitely had it as a scoop, if not among my top five. You've seen that movie?
1: Uh, I've. It's been on in the background. I. Oh, I it think was a little, it's a little.
0: Oh, I think it's cinema verite. <laughs> <laughs> she's hot. And she's a robot. Okay, but then he wanted to give us his sincere, legitimate top five. The movie Jolt, mm-hmm. he had for his number five. Um, and then Winter's that's Bone. A new, have
1: you, you haven't seen that yet. I
0: haven't. You have? No, I haven't. It just it came just out. It just came out. I know. Yeah. Uh, Winter's Bone. Teenager Saves the Girl from the Family. Hidden Figures. Uh, that's yeah. that's what you call a December fuck. What? Winter's Bone. Winter's Bo- oh, December fu- I didn't quite get that reference.
1: Keep going. Don't worry. You just got to steam right past them. I Do remember. I? Yeah. I want to appreciate your... No, that's right.
0: Winter. Okay. Um, Hidden Figures, which we saw a few years ago, and that was a girl power movie, remember? Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. No, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. The female version of John Wick, and his number one is 9 to 5. 9 to 5. That's pretty my good. My first girl power movie. And you know what? He's right. I do like that. Someone else said First Wives Club, mm-hmm. Kill Bill, and of mm-hmm. course you mentioned Aaron Brokovich. Yep. And then one of our our more esoteric listener who loves foreign esoteric. films. Oh yes, she's wow. esoteric. Ooh. That's, uh, is that too obtuse? If that's a little reference. She's to not esoteric. Oh so esoteric. A uh, Lady Bird. I, I can see that. I yep. like The yep. Devil Wears Prada. Yep. That's. That yeah, there there is a girl She's beautiful when she's angry. I'm not familiar with that. Mm-mm. Clueless, I think you mentioned, I, and you also said Roma last week, didn't you? No. Yep. And she put that down. She even said, I think one of you mentioned that. Frida. I didn't see that movie about the Spanish. Uh, you know, oh the, yes, with the uh, she has a unibrow. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. For she's a unibrow.
1: She has one eyebrow.
0: Yeah, one eyebrow. Unibrow. And then she said, "Pitch Perfect," which was in my top five. And we thank our listeners for their feedback. Let me
1: ask you a question. Go. Is it possible to have a girl power movie without girls? Girls.
0: Is it possible? Yes, it's possible, but I can't think of one. Hmm. It's a great question. Can yeah. can you think? Is there anything coming to your mind? I, I mean, I think I got fairly close
1: with alien because it wasn't it wasn't written to be a girl that's right that's true
0: that's a good point but the movie the way it is of course is with a female right yeah. and the, it it wasn't
1: women it was more of like humanity and i think i was mentioning that last last week was i the premise that we need to see our own kind up on the screen falls flat with me i don't buy into that because I you know I mean Alien's a great example of this we we all bond over Ripley go Ripley yeah kick that alien's ass and I identify with the character not because she's um, you know a white straight heterosexual male but just because she's human yeah yeah I mean I identify with WALL-E I mean is it it's a robot yeah. Just make the movie right and everybody
0: everybody will be on your back agreed yeah, yeah. yeah. alright nice. let's keep going well, keep going. Yeah. Okay. Smart. You're supposed to do a little rhyming scheme, and then I can jump in and Wait, say you're news. telling me what I'm supposed well, to well, do. Robert, don't get huffy. Don't get huffy. Okay. Well, I'm trying to tell you what you're supposed to do. Well, you're I'm trying su- to tell me what I'm supposed well, to do. Is. Robert, we have a five. We've been doing this for five years, man. You can like back off a yeah. little bit. Okay. So, what you're supposed to do at this point is come up with a little wordplay that ro- and get that word that rhymes with news, and I'll jump right on it. And so you're telling me what I need to do. N- to <laughs> five years of putting up with this five years telling them what to do's and you know what that kind of reminds me Robert it's time for in the news. Uh. <laughs> This has nothing to do with film. This is my favorite part of the show, by the <laughs> way. I think a lot of people smile at this. They do. They do. I think that a lot of
1: people fast-forward through this, but it's my favorite part.
0: You know, this is nothing to do with movies. Mm. I've got a few things I want to mention. And the Olympic gymnast, uh, the african Yes. You know I was going to bring that up. Well, Na- no. name another American gymnast. Yeah, you're right. That's Thank a good you. point. Yeah. That's a good point. She dropped out. Oh? Hadn't heard. I want to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. And what's so fascinating to me is that the media has embraced her for having angst issues on the public stage, the expectations, and it just got to her and she dropped out. You and I have had considerable experience, you in particular, in the speech and debate community, competitive speech. Let's talk about nationals. Let's say that we brought a student to compete. And you know what? He's feeling the pressure, inner demons, angst, if you will, and decides to drop out of the competition. I'd be rip shit. No, I've, I'm really serious. Yeah, I'd be upset. And I would, too. I mean, that person, after paying for airplane and entry fees and everything else and hotel economy, and you know what? I'm, I've got inner demons I'm battling with, and, and I, I'm not up for it, coach, and I'd rather not compete at all. But I'm going to be there to cheer on everyone else on our squad. The mainstream media has embraced her, and I'm going to come to the table here with this argument, that if she were white, people would be more critical of her choice. Probably. I don't think that you're wrong there. But I don't,
1: I don't really think race has a whole lot to do with it. I think it's more um, – I don't think everything is a race issue. So to me – seems <laughs> you're right. but I, I, don't, I don't see race playing into this. I do think we've just become soft and i understand the argument that okay she's she's trying to focus on her mental well-being i get that but she's made a commitment and she's she's in the middle of it if she had said guys i'm not going to go to the olympics this year i'm not going to qualify because i'm going to focus on mental health that's something different right, right? it's like right. okay well that's fine but you're not only you didn't only compete and get the airplane over there and get all set up and everything else. The, the tournament's happening. We're there now with it's going on and you're dropping out. You're letting your teammate down. I Absolutely. saw, I saw a really great parody of this on the Babylon. P. It said, uh, Luke Skywalker drops out of the death star <laughs> run to focus on mental health. That is so funny. And it's like, yeah, that could you imagine in other scenarios, somebody doing this? And I really want to say, cause I was thinking about this more, <clears throat> Because like, for a while, I was kind of like, well, I see her point. I see why she's doing it. You've know, you got to self-protect, and she's not in a good headspace, literally. It dawned on me. The, the problem that most people are having is that this is un-American. It does not fit our American story. Carrie Strug's fits the American story. Remember You that? are hurt, she did and you get up, and you do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And the
0: whole nation rallies around She completed you. her routine, right, and then she collapsed on the mat, grabbing her ankle. Her coach picks her up oh, and I carries know. Bella, her off. Bella! I she know. yelled out for Bella. He picked her up that in the arms and carried her off. That's the is American, American spirit. spirit.
1: Yeah, that's the American story. That's what we expect of our Olympians. And that's also what makes the Olympic games worth watching it's it's what bonds all of us when we're watching that it's what makes people cry going wow i'm proud to be an american right now look at this this is grit you know or or these the the people who stumble and fall in the middle of a race and the other person reaches over and picks them up and helps carry them through the to the finish line that's right and it's that kind of thing of like continue at all costs and when someone says I, I'm just not mentally there. Right. Uh, okay. Then you have lost all cred. Like you, the whole point here is there is a mental side of it. We understand that it is physical, but there is a mental element. And if you're not mentally prepared to go in and, and do this, you should never have put your hat in the
0: ring to begin. with. Right. Right. She shouldn't have gone to compete. Yeah. You know, airplane, all that stuff. She sat on a plane for 17 hours to go to Tokyo, only to drop I think out. that's the least of the. Well, the issues. I'm using it as a specific that you're, she she went and and she quit. She is a quitter. This is not her first Olympics. She knows what to expect. But what I find fascinating is that the media has embraced her. The, the media has embraced her. The media is, her, is a they all for these, every, all of this kind of shit. These therapists on TV talking about the inner angst, the being on the public stage, the expectations are normal. And we're not negating that. You and I are not negating any of that. However, toughen up and compete instead of dropping out. When the games are over, focus on that mental health. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah.
1: But yeah. in the middle of this, you are letting your team down. And she's trying to spin it like, oh, they're fine, they're going to be great, they got a silver, they're all good. Fuck you! Yeah, they're yeah. looking at you, going, why aren't you helping us? Absolutely, absolutely. Even if they're saying we support her, because what are they supposed to say? They they're have supposed to, to, to say that. Are they going to come out no. and publicly and be like, fuck this bitch for leaving us dry in the yeah. middle
0: of it? Yeah, they can't say that. They may say that in a couple of years. Maybe, yes. maybe, yes. But
1: they're they're going to sit down with Oprah and they're, yeah. they're going to yeah. be like yeah. opening up, and going, yeah. yeah, you know, honestly, that kind of. But when she me got
0: up. out of her, she put on her sweats. And stayed there to cheer on, and that just bothered me a lot. All right, so I was it, this about is your take more
1: on. of that like everyone wants to be a victim, and it, it's it's unacceptable that people aren't willing to. It's also narcissistic. It's extremely narcissistic. There's no there's there's no recognition in on her part that. She doesn't just represent Simone Biles. She's representing the best of our country. Our country is saying, we are going to fund this and send you forth to present the best of what we've got. And, you know, there, there were all these other people that uh, wanted the chance to go. And, she
0: took a space. She took a spot of someone else who could have gone now, the alternate, and wouldn't have done as the well. Went,
1: right? The alternate got that's to come right peace. That's but, right. What about somebody else who didn't get that alternate spot yeah, now? You're right. You're right. I mean, you're somebody else who could say, you know what? I was an alternate at the Olympics. Some, right. Someone took that experience She did take somebody. a
0: spot away from someone. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it, it's, it's all focused on her self-worth, her mental well-being. And she should do that, but not right in the
0: middle of it. You know, this falls in the category of entitlement. For sure. It's all entitlement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, a quick comment too. Did you know about the the Wonder Years, the redoing it? Do you know about this? Yeah, this has been out for a while. I thought we talked about this. No, we
1: didn't. I, this news story has been out for a long it time. It
0: has, with all black cast? It's you since about 2020. That. No. Yeah. But is it on? Has it been airing? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don Cheadle is going to do the narration and stuff. They have the same music at the beginning. So, yeah. Um, there you go.
1: What's his name? Is he's, he's, I think either executive producer or producer or something like that. Who? Um, oh, Chico. the guy who played Kevin.
0: Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right, and he is one of the production team. Yeah, I saw yeah. his name. Hey, you want to mention a little bit about uh, our our actor, um uh, Odenkirk. Oh, Bob Odenkirk. Yes, yeah. Bob Odenkirk, and of course, your favorite TV show of all time. I don't know if it's all time, but, but it's
1: definitely up there. More than it, Breaking Bad. I, I do think clear. it's better than Breaking Bad. Wow, um, wow, wow, um, wow! That's a
0: hot take. Yeah, and uh, of course, he was in the movie a few weeks ago. Oh, Nobody. Yes, the movie Nobody. So tell us, he had, what would you call him, a, a mild heart attack?
1: Yeah, that's what they said. At first, they said it was a small, heart-
0: Small, small heart attack.
1: Yeah, they said it was a heart-related incident. He collapsed on set for uh, for Better Call Saul. They were shooting it, and I got really worked up going, fuck, man, if they're not going to finish the, the series. <laughs> and. Talk about being selfish in the title, but I was like (laughs) a little bit of entitlement going on there. (laughs) But I was like, this thing needs to be finished. I mean, it's it's a great piece of art. It's connecting in with something else that already exists. They gotta like end this narrative, and to just basically, I mean, if he died, uh, man, that tragic on so many levels is what I'm saying. Like, I he's a great talent. He's got a good career ahead of him. You know he's he's just now kind of entering his prime, similar to to uh, Brian Cranston. You know, kind of yeah. mid mid life uh, peaking, which is yeah. kind of odd, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. usually you peak as an actor right. when you're right. 28 years old, and it's all downhill after that. But yeah, I mean, he's got Bob Odenkirk is not a leading man, but we just watched nobody with him as a leading as man. a leading man, right? Right, and it's like great, yeah. You know, and, and I, I'm interested in most of the stuff that he's doing now because yeah. he's proven himself. He's got the acting chops.
0: So what happened? He collapsed. They called it. How can a heart attack be a small heart? They actually, that's not an actual term. Small heart attack. I think,
1: they, I mean, it was enough for him to not collapse. Mass, right. But, you know, who knows what actually occurred. But, you know, he's doing fine. He's stable. And, I mean, it's probably a lot of stress. I'm sure he's under a tremendous amount of stress. Um uh, Somebody had said that they, I remember reading this somewhere, he uh, started working out a lot to try to get in shape for a few movie roles, I think, for partly for like Nobody, mm-hmm. and he did like a big body transformation, and they think that that might have also uh, contributed to that.
0: So the message is we shouldn't work
1: out. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Do not work yeah, out. Absolutely, yeah. No, but the, the body changing, you right. know, like the body's expecting one thing and all of a sudden you're like changing right. stuff. And who knows if he's taking any sort of steroids or anything like that to try to help that process along. You know, ex- is
0: he still hospitalized, you know, or is he out? He's I think up. he's still in the hospital yeah. as we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. So it's been... maybe he's listening to us now. Look at the look, the incredulous look you're giving me. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure he yeah. is. Oh, that makes me feel. Hey, Bob, we're all wishing you well. Just finish the fucking series, right? (laughs) Hey, one last point. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, you know what she's doing Hmm. with with Disney? She is suing them Mm -hmm. for $50 million. Now, here's what happened. Uh, Because of uh, Black Widow, and evidently in the contract... Black Widow was released simultaneously in theaters and also on Disney Plus, and they weren't supposed to do that. And it was spelled out in the contract. And by the way, she gets a piece. Obviously, she gets a percentage of box office. Mm -hmm. So she feels that by being released simultaneously streaming, that's affecting her box office. Uh, And you know what? She's right. She's right. And I agree with her. And, And Disney's response was kind of, it was something to the effect of, well, we feel badly that Miss Johansson isn't more sensitive to the global pandemic and what's going on. But that's that's an emotional argument yeah. that really isn't addressing the core point that they did break contract. They did break the contract. So I'm I'm actually in her court on this one.
1: Oh, you're on the court? In her Are you court, in the jury?
0: In the jury yes. Therefore, your honor. Yeah, yeah. I
1: uh she's really it's weird. I feel like she's been in the public eye lately. For everything but acting (laughs) You know what I mean Like she's been She's suing Disney And rightfully so And then She kind of got Wrapped up in the Me too stuff Right With like uh, Taking acting roles That didn't belong to her So to speak You know like uh, Oh you're not you're not trans, so you shouldn't be doing this acting role. Right. Or, you know, you did the ghost in the machine and you shouldn't have done that, the whitewashing.
0: Oh, that's right. She's been, I mean, I guess that is for acting, but that's not really what I mean.
1: Like, it's not just for seeing, not just watching these movies, but she's been in the news a lot. Right, right,
0: right. So we'll see what happens. 50 million. But I, I embrace her for what she's doing. I think... She's right. Anyway, those are my uh, my 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 what my additions to um, in the news. No, all right. Hey, what did you see this week? Ah, yeah. Some are old, some are new. We now present the weekend review. Yes. yes! <laughs> However, before <sighs> we do this, hey Robert, nope. anyone sponsoring this segment? avgearguide.com. Do tell.
1: avgearguide.com has over 30 years of experience in the business of transferring all of your non-digital media into digital media. This is all of your slides, your old photographs, your home movies, all that stuff. You send it over to avgearguide.com. He transfers it over to a digital medium so you can share it, put it up on YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff.
0: And there you go. We're both clients uh, of his. Extremely reasonably priced. Uh, less expensive than Costco. He's a great guy. Has state-of-the-art equipment. Mention... Our podcast to him. You get a 5% discount off of any prices that are on his website, avgearguy.com. Is he reasonably priced? Extremely. (sighs) Extremely. Who's going first? You want to go first? Okay. Okay, Or do you want me to go first? Either way, you're going to like what I'm about to say. Hmm? You're going to like this. Hmm. I'm going to go first. Hmm. Let me steal this. Okay. Once again, it was on TV, and I just saw it a few weeks ago for the first time. The thing the right version, the correct version of that movie, and I wanna to talk to you about the ending. Okay. I wanna to talk to you, and we talked about this before, that this the scenes without the thing coming out of the chest, they were a little bit cheesy, but it was just right. I, I was on board for that ride, and it was not nearly as cheesy as the director's other movie. Uh, what's, what was that called? With the sunglasses, we can see the alien. They live. Yeah, they live was even more cheesy. This one was less, but I liked it. I liked the tone of the whole movie. But at the end, I found the ending to be extremely. And I never thought I would use this word in front of anyone. It was a very existential ending. Mm. I mean, you had these two, and they kind of were checked that they're the last two survivors. And they're looking at each other. And one of them really could be, have the thing inside them. And I forgot the last exchange, but it was just like, well, let's just wait and see what happens. It's something like that. It's a line very similar to what I just said. And that's your your fade out. And there was something fucking wonderful about that ending.
1: I really think it's his best work.
0: I agree. Well... Wait, Car- I like it when the Starman. Yeah, I was just, you're taking that. I was just going to say Carpenter's Starman, which is my favorite yeah. film of his, but go ahead. The When's thing- the last
1: time you saw Starman?
0: Oh, do you think that's going to fall in the category of a movie that does not hold up well years I'm later? Think, I think you might
1: be thinking it's better than it is, and it is mm-hmm. good, but Starman's not bad. I just, I really think They Live is. Not not They Live. You mean I'm the sorry. Thing. Uh, the thing. Yes, yeah. thank you. Is it, it's, it's really good. Yes. I mean, it's.
0: I don't know. I really dig that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's very well done. And the scenes with the opening of the chest and everything else are really horrifying. It's horrific stuff. And it's very well done.
1: It's all... You know what it is? It's believable to their world. Like, everything that happens that exists in their world is like this all behaves the way that they should behave yes I, I think I said it before they don't do a lot of the zombie fighting with each other stuff I would say right. zombie because it's always happened in zombie movies where everybody's fighting with each other instead of the main problem that's coming at them and in this movie there they don't do that very much there's a little bit of snipping but for the most part they're fighting the monster and everybody kind of behaves logically even the monster behaves logically
0: yeah yeah the last five minutes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It is very existential. There's something the effect of, well, I guess we just got to wait and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, fuck. And then it goes to credits. Like, I was I was on board for that. It's great. It was really, it was really cool. Hey, one other thing I want to mention. Yeah. I had it on again in the background. Sleeping with the Enemy. You saw that film. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a solid film.
1: I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I remember really. It's, it hit me when I was probably uh, 10 or 11 years old. Uh-huh. And I was just at that age where that kind of a story was like, Whoa, that's fucked up, you know. <laughs> and that stayed with me for a really Remember long the time. Remember the cans of the soup cans face of soup. In the that's same it.
0: way in the cupboard and in yeah. the refrigerator. But Julia Roberts was very good in that film, I thought. And it was a it was a, it did what it was supposed to do. It was oh. a good movie. That's what I saw. Okay. okay, go ahead.
1: Now I wanna tell you. Um yes. this past week I've been doing I was doing some work. And this is not normally how I watch movies. I normally have to actively watch them. But I did have a few movies going on in the background while I was doing some work. I tried to do it. Those are a few movies I wanted to get kind of caught up on. And in particular...
0: This is (laughs) going to be good. This is going to be good. I
1: watched an entire series. An entire series of movies...
0: Okay, are we talking about a franchise? Yes. We're talking about a feature film, not yes. a, a TV show. Yes. And a franchise. There were seven. Something of like, them. okay, I, I can do this. Seven? Wait, seven. Wait, then it's got to be. Let me make sure I'm. Saying. It's, it's going to be one of two. It might be six, six or seven. Rocky or Rambo? Nope. Mission Impossible? Nope. I'm thinking. Hint, please. Comedy. Road to the Bob nope. Hope Bing Crosby. No, 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 nope. huh? Are these fairly recent? 80. The last ten Police Academy, Police Academy.
1: Um, I didn't watch the first one because, for whatever reason, I don't think it's licensed to HBO uh, Max. I think it's only like two, three, four, five, uh, six, and I think the seventh one was like Moscow. So I had them all on, because I loved these movies when I was a kid.
0: No, no, that falls in the category of, we call it the rock syndrome. Don't forget the rock, that's our term, that our memories of the movie are much, much greater than the actual movie is today. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, granted, I watched these movies when I was, nine years old going these are awesome you know look at the black guy making funny noises with his mouth and now it's just like this is not good and the last one yeah i actually remember seeing it in the theater i did some research and found that it was only it only played in like 12 theaters nationwide and i remember seeing it in the theater it was fucking awful it was confusing it was it was like what's going on here it was bad and I, you know me, I don't say that very often about movies, but it was definitely like, wow. what the fuck is happening here? Uh, it was a mess. Who was our lead? I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Gutenberg. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg. Right, right. And he's yeah. likable, but he stopped after like, like the fifth one or something. Is that right? Yeah, he's just got kind of, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And uh, I think he wanted more money, and they were like,
0: "Nah, we're going to keep going." Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. So but anyway, so I, you watched them? All. I watched two, three, four, five. Six and seven.
0: Now, was your daughter? I'm trying to think of what motivated you. Well, this is over the course of a week, so it's just kind of playing. Oh, I in the thought background. it was a one sitting.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> no it's just kind of like on in the background while I was doing some okay. other stuff. But okay. I was, I saw what was going on. I mean, look, it's fucking Police Academy. You don't don't need to have a master's degree to really figure this one out, right? You just you get what's going on. So I did watch the Police Academy movies. Um I want to say there were two movies that I want to mention that that I'd never seen before. And these were classic. I say classic. These were, yeah, I guess classic movies from the 60s and 70s. And I'm pretty sure you've seen them both. I'd never seen them. And I felt like I need to see these movies. One was the 1970s version with Babs and Chris Kristofferson.
0: Oh, a, a star is a born star the is born. second one out right. of the three. I think it's no, I think there's four different versions. There buddy. were four?
1: Yeah. I think this was the third of the fourth.
0: I saw that in the theater when it first came out. It Haven't seen wasn't it since. Bad. It was
1: bad. It was okay. I mean, I actually it made me appreciate the newer one a little bit more. Yeah. Um there was definitely some some parts where I'm like what the fuck is going on here? The music, I'm sorry. It was horrible. Music. Really? Yeah. I just it's all the shitty music from the 70s that I never really liked. It's a lot of singing that it doesn't even seem to be melodic. It's just kind of singing notes. Do you know what I mean? There was a little bit of that going on in the right, 70s, right, where it was just right. singing, but it wasn't melody. It wasn't this kind of like the, the 50s. It was very predictable, you know, uh, melody that that was repeated
0: and connected. Do you, and, do you get what I mean? I do know what you mean. That wasn't disco. We're not talking about like Saturday Night Fever. No, or, in fact, but,
1: that might almost be more
0: kind of repeating
1: the same. I mean, that was might be ad nauseum, repeating, 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 repeating. Hey, that was my era. Yeah,
0: I still have my leisure suit. I'm sure you do. do. But uh,
1: that might be too much. The opposite direction. What I'm saying is these songs that go on and no one's really singing any really particular melody. It's just like all lo- you're singing notes. Right, but but that you're- was really good. Thank you. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I know you're singing, but what is it that you're yeah, singing? I can't yeah. I can't discern what the song
0: is. Who became the drug addict? He did, right? Was it who who got on alcohol or drugs? One he, of well, them, he
1: or... was a drunk from the beginning. Mm. And then he Did
0: she try to save him? Well, I guess, no. yeah. Interesting. All I right. will
1: say this. It's the least annoying I've ever seen Barbra Streisand. <laughs>
0: Well, then, but yeah. that ain't saying a lot. Well then you haven't seen Yentl. I have. Or Owl and the Pussycat. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, okay so the other movie I saw yes. that was a classic.
1: Is uh, an another one. I wanna guess. Okay. But wait, it's a part it's I'm I'm now working once I finish the Police Academy movies.
0: Wait, is this another franchise? Now? Yes, another franchise. What is this with you in a franchise? This well, past it's a week.
1: franchise that I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of these movies. And it started in the sixties. It went all the way until
0: I think the last installment was in the nineties. No, maybe eighties. Okay, now wait. Yeah. And it's a you haven't seen any of these. None. So it's not Rocky. It's not Rambo. It's not. It's none of those. Correct. And you're saying it's a franchise that went for decades. Yes. Comedy. Comedy. I need one more hint. Am I familiar with these movies? Yeah, yes, of course yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I seen them? Probably. Uh, probably probably franchise that extended for mm-hmm. 60s 70s 80s and maybe even the 90s so
1: the main is all centered the whole franchise is centered around one character but the character wound up the, the the actor who's known for playing that character wound up dying and that presented a problem so they started one of the movies apparently which i haven't seen they rehashed all these outtakes from previous movies and they've cobbled together all of these different ways to kind of continue the storyline.
0: Pink Panther? Pink Panther. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. I do pretty well with these guessing. Yeah, the Pink Panther. Pink Panther. What did you do about Pink Panther? You saw... The first one. The first one. You read... Do-doom, do-doom, do-doom. And that that song, the Henry Mancini,
1: that's the best part of the the movie. That movie is not good. I'm sorry. I know people out there love it. The, all they fucking do is talk and it's not funny. And then Peter Sellers comes in, trips over something, and then it's not talking. We laughed so
0: hard when I saw that in the theater with my good buddy with the spinning of the globe. And his finger gets caught in the globe. No, he puts it. Well, maybe Put that's another throat. episode. Okay, but, but what the happened? The first one, he yeah. he spins it yeah. and then puts his hand on it yeah. to,
1: and then he falls. Like, yeah, yeah it, yeah. it moves. His yeah. finger doesn't get caught, yeah, but he yeah. slips off. Of
0: yeah, we thought that was real funny. Yeah, um, It's don't
1: go watch it again if you, if you want that movie to be preserved. This is definitely going to fall into that rock category. But great music. Wonderful. A signature theme. theme. Yeah. Right, right. And the Pink Panther cartoon got started there. Oh, that's and... right. The opening credits. Yeah. That's right. And he actually makes a little cameo. The cartoon makes a cameo at the very end. Really? They run over him uh, at the very end. So there's he's kind of bookending the movie, but it's not a good movie.
0: This is what you did this week. Yeah. Now, I do want to say.
1: Yes. I want to say one thing. I got. I got to pull up her name because I can't remember her the name. One of the actresses from the Pink Panther. Um. Oh, what's her name? Hang on. It's gonna take me just a second to pull her up. Oh, that's. Oh,
0: it's, was it the starlet? Yeah. Elkie. Was it Elkie? Some. Uh, Jill Ireland. Someone like that. No, she was. She name?
1: was Italian. Yeah. Um. But she was a. Uh. She was an. an beauty model right they they found her at a beauty pageant kind of thing now what Hmm. the fuck's her name why can't i never find anything ah yeah claudia
0: cardinelli cardinelli ah i used to have a crush on her
1: she's what a babe yeah i
0: know i know
1: i mean she was something else yeah yep that little pouty mouth now she's still but alive. She, think,
0: was she with Andy Williams at one time. I think there was, I don't know. was with Andy Williams. They were okay. She was
1: a specimen.
0: A specimen.
1: But now let me yeah. let me show you let me show her to you now, right? Uh
0: oh, is she still alive? Don't do I this. I believe so. You're going to ruin this for me because I used to fantasize about her. All right, you ready? In the late '60s, and I'm going to see a picture of her now. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this is going to be good for my psyche. Right. I think I'm going to need therapy after you flash okay, this there picture. There she is now. Oh Jesus God. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Let me let me find. Let me... So this was her before. Mm, nice. I yeah, like it. There you go. And yeah. then now, oh, let's say here's another one from before. Oh, nice. I yeah, like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is back in the 60s. And yeah. Stuff. How about yeah. this one? Mm, Ooh la la. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. some boobies yeah. Right, yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay, now let me show, show it to you now. Check, please. <laughs> Man, that's what cigarettes do to you, you know?
0: We get older, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I guess we do. Yeah. She yeah. looks
1: like a nice lady, though.
0: A nice lady. Yeah. 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 Would you kick her out of bed?
1: Are we in the 1960s? No, the way she is now. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing in my, my bed? <laughs> anyway, okay. that's what I watched.
0: <clears throat> that's what you saw this week. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: <is the> b- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over there. I, I I'm just still I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. Alright, yeah, you want to talk on. about Shawshank yeah. Redemption?
0: And Robert, talk us through it. Well before we get into
1: it, yes. I should mention yes. today we're celebrating somebody's birthday. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck, wait a second.
1: Oh you, did you forget no, your birthday? My horn.
0: Oh you're a horn. It's downs it's in my bag down
1: hey producer Joey can you Producer hear me? Joey?
0: Um, there's My bag is downstairs in the living room, and inside is my horn, and that's a ritual that I like to blow on it.
1: <laughs> I, there, I heard that about you. <laughs> your rituals, you blow on a lot of things.
0: Or maybe it's not in the bag.
1: <laughs> I think it was. I was
0: doing yeah, it with it your was. with your daughter.
1: Uh, Wait, you were getting my daughter to- Blowing the
0: horn. Blowing the horn.
1: I don't like the way any <laughs> of this is coming out right now. <laughs> But we should mention it is your birthday uh, episode. We do this every it is, year. It is. So you got to pick the movie. You can pick any movie you want. I know.
0: I know. It's a great honor. Now, and- I do have a question. We've never
1: done this before. But if someone wanted to, if it's your birthday movie, could you pick a movie we've already reviewed?
0: That's a great question.
1: I guess you could. You could, but I don't think it's playing nice. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, she comes. Okay.
0: Thank you, producer Joey.
1: Whoops. Okay, so we'll. I feel producer, so
0: much better. Producer, why don't you hang now. up for
1: just a second? Right, let, let, let's. We're gonna sing Happy Birthday to Ira. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh Ira. yeah! Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. That was wonderful. Pretty
0: good, huh? <laughs> What? See,
1: for the second half of that song, I was doing my 70s version of singing. Well, you can do that now. I, d- your... I did it for the second half of the song.
0: Yeah, and I'll be your accompanist. <laughs> it's yeah, you're good. My horn's broken.
1: <laughs> I heard that about you. <laughs> Viagra helps with some of that. All right. <clears throat> Happy birthday. So Thank you. Now, oh, and
0: you also got me a, a We did gift, get you a yes. gift. Yeah. And uh, why don't you tell the people what you got? Why don't me? you tell oh, the people me? what you got? Yeah. I really like these. You got me two. It's a ritual. We get each other um, Blu-rays, yeah. uh, films that we've talked about. And you really surprised me with both of them. Now, There's one, I got one you a movie you've seen. Y- yes, but I haven't seen it. And it's something I was going to buy. Yeah. And now I'm not going to buy it because you're giving it to me. And it's the one with uh, Laura Dern. And it's, co- um, it's called Wild at Heart. Yes, it is. And I... have I've liked that movie a lot. I also thought Nicolas Cage was really good in that film. So thank you for that. And the other Blu-ray is uh, Besson, one yeah. of our favorite directors. Yeah. And the name of this movie is Angelay. Angelay, right. not or Angela. Angela Angelay. Yeah, you know, I, I to think I'm gonna like this mm-hmm. movie. You're gonna like it. I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna do what it's supposed mm-hmm. to do.
1: I think you're. Re- I, it's gonna be one of these movies where you're gonna go. This is awesome.
0: I love it. I love it. It's just got everything. Can I go home need. now and watch it? Yeah, please. Okay. Please. All right. Fuck out. So until next.
1: <laughs> so anyway, you chose to watch.
0: I know. And let me just interrupt you that I, I uh, for our listeners that it was about four or five nights ago. And again, on birthdays, we do something special. and We pick the movie that we want to do. We take. Usually it's a classic one we take out of the vault. And there it was on broadcast TV with Shawshank Redemption. And I was in the first 10 minutes and I stopped it. And I thought, wait a minute this would be a really good movie for us to watch together and for my birthday movie, Shawshank Redemption.
1: That's so uh, you, you chose this movie, which is interesting <clears> because <throat> I mentioned to you a few weeks ago, we have still not reviewed I know. The greatest. Escape.
0: I know, I know, which is hard to believe. Which is arguably your, fa- to...
1: your favorite movie of right, all Right, and it
0: is. So why haven't I done that? Instead, we've done you The know, Fugitive and Annie Hall and now Shawshank. And it's also not lost on me
1: that... You really like prison movies well, the or Great escaping Escape. movies, right? Escaping out of prison. The Great Escape, Shawshank Redemption, The Fugitive,
0: right? Hmm, that's interesting.
1: I mean, one could even argue The Graduate is him kind of escaping.
0: Almost, you're broadening your definition where almost all movies are going to fit in that category in one way or another. Whether it's busting out or But he's growth. kind of in this yeah. different prison Absolutely, absolutely. And he is Does, trying to get and out. And busts out of a bad I mean, relationship. I mean, I could name a few movies that yeah, are that Yeah, that's very way. interesting. That's very interesting. So I have a thing about prisons.
1: I heard that yeah. about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I have a thing about. Yeah. Oops, I dropped my bar of soap.
1: I mean, Annie Hall is kind of like a prison. No, see, that's what I'm saying. No, you, right, not all right. movies work that way. Right, right, right.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting.
1: So uh, if somebody's listening to the show and hasn't seen Shawshank Redemption, are there people out there that haven't seen Shawshank Redemption? I hope it's very few.
0: just very few.
1: I mean, I I actually think this has got to be one of those movies that's up there with Wizard of Oz as the most widely watched movie.
0: This movie for me falls in that category of movies that I like it. And then I, when I watched it again, I forget how good it is. Mm-hmm. There are certain movies that fall for me in that category that when I watched it again, I figured, oh, this is a fucking awesome film. And I'm reminded about that when I see it again. And this is definitely one of those movies, assuming you agree with that. I do, yeah. 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 We watched only, it together. Only yes. I never
1: forgot how good it was. You
0: didn't forget. <laughs> well, no, seriously, I do. I, as years go by, I thought, oh, yeah, Shawshank, yeah. But then when I watch it again, it unfolds all over again, like, wow. No, this really is fucking awesome.
1: Well, let's do walk everybody through the movie, okay, just we in it? case you haven't seen good this piece of shit. Um, Andy Dufresne <laughs> I came gonna, I to, to, to Shawshank in nineteen forty-seven. Uh, so Andy Dufresne is—I I, want to say—framed for a murder, set up. He—he's sent no. to prison for a murder he didn't. It's not framed. Commit.
0: He's falsely accused. I guess so. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the person who did it. Oh, you're right. With I forgot about that whole segment in the movie. That mm-hmm. I forgot about that segment. So you're kind of right that he was. Sort That's of why good. I paused and struggled right. with yeah. my wording. Yeah.
1: So anyway, Andy Dufresne winds up going to Shawshank prison, and the whole movie kind of centers around his time at Shawshank, and uh, in the process uh, of trying to survive in Shawshank, he. Makes a few friends, in particular with uh, Morgan Freeman, Freeman's character Red uh, and uh, Andrew Dufresne, played by Tim Robbins. Uh, they wind up uh, being prison buddies, in all the senses of the word. And they, uh, well, I, you know, they don't fuck. But go ahead. Oh, how do you know? Or maybe they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Morgan Freeman's character is just doing the long con and you know it's like hey now it's time for you to start sucking
0: yeah it's my bar of soap fell on the floor bend over
1: for me Andy pick it up Andy could you bend over so I could fuck you up the ass so then Andy Dufresne escapes from prison yada 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 Zihuatanejo there you go
0: yeah yeah and so what did you think well I hated this movie (laughs) I couldn't
1: wait for it to end two thumbs down no I mean, look, this, there's a reason this is one but, of the highest-rated movies.
0: Uh, that's what you said on IMDb. Oh, on IMDb it's like yeah. the highest-rated. It was at one point. Right, I right. don't know.
1: I mean, I guess we can find out right now what you're talking about. Okay. What do you think? It's your birthday movie. What are It is thoughts?
0: my birthday movie. Uh, everything about this movie, and again, Robert and I watched it together just before we started recording, and we were making the comment that everyone in this film, not just the two leads, but no, no one gave a false note as an actor that it was such solid performances all the way down the line. And also, I want to talk about I want to talk about the look of the movie, the cinematography, which was done by Roger. Help me, Roger Deakins, Deakins right? Yeah. And Roger Deakins, you guys. And again, I know I've talked about this before, but I'm begging our listeners to Google this guy and look at all the films he DP'd. Uh, he, this must have been one of his earlier feature films. He won two Oscars. Deakins did uh, Blade Runner. Remember the sequel to Blade Runner? He got the Oscar for that, and of course, recently for 1917. But I think he deserved it. More for other things, um, including, um, oh, the remake of True Grit. Now, that was a gorgeous shot movie, mm-hmm. True Grit. It's so beautiful. he was just terrific in this movie. The look of the movie, everything about it, and um, a bit of trivia that I wanted to share. Talking, as we sometimes do on this podcast, about what's going on out there with race relations and so on, that the original short story by King um, had Morgan Freeman's character was a white Irish guy. Nothing more was said about that. So in the film, it didn't matter that we have a white and a black as close, close friends. And you made the statement to me a few hours ago that you can make the argument that in that year, uh, 1994, was probably the least racist year that we've had in quite some time. There was nothing made about the fact, and I love the fact that it was two white guys in the short story by King, but instead they got Morgan Freeman because he was really good and would nail the part, and that's all that mattered. Nothing else was made about the black and white issue. Was there even any conversation none, about none, being black? None. None. Not one word, not one piece of dialogue. How about that? And that's the way it should be. Yeah, I think so too. That's the way well, it should be. Well, I was
1: pointing, be. I was saying 1994 because it was... I mean, that was also the year of Pulp Fiction. Right? Where you have, um, you know, John Travolta and Bruce Willis and Uma Thurman paired against Samuel L. Jackson, Ving Rhames. I mean, you've got cast um, interracial cast all over the place, and it, there's no nothing.
0: Nothing is made of
1: it. It just that's who the characters are. Uh, you know, it, it makes sense. For these characters.
0: Uh, the Tom Hanks movie. also that Forrest same. Gump. Forrest Gump. And there too we have a, the black character. Remember? Right. Uh, opening up that gumbo fishing thing. I don't think anything was made. Of, there was not an issue, was it? No, no. Not that I remember. Not that I recall. Certainly not like there is now. Absolutely.
1: And it, that's what I've been saying is not before that. There was right, obviously, in the nineteen sixties, seventies, even into the eighties. We're having more and more. We're having a lot of problems now. When you get to like the point of like Ghostbusters, I mean, it's a predominantly white cast with Ernie Hudson kind of thrown in there, and it's kind of like the token black guy. And so we're we're kind of emerging out of this racist culture where we're starting to give main main characters to black actors. But by the time you get to, I'm going to say 1994, I think 94 was like the peak of that, where it's just kind of... No one cared. No one cares. No one cared. But then we start pushing the pendulum the other direction. Right, right. right. And and now there's all of this other stuff about cultural appropriation and blah, 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 and just kind of uh, CRT. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. I love that. The short story by King. Yeah, Morgan Freeman's character was a white Irishman. How about that?
1: Uh, I did want to there. answer the question, by the way. Oh, Shawshank Redemption is the highest rated movie on IMDb. Wow. It has a 9.2 rating. Um, The Godfather, which is number two, has a (laughs) 9.1. And The Godfather Part 2 has a 9.0.
0: How about that? Yeah. There you go. This is a real satisfying movie. Yeah. uh, For so many reasons. I love the music. The music I thought was just right. The music was not heavy-handed, Robert. There's something you said years ago on an earlier podcast too that you're warned in film school one of your professors said, when music is too self-conscious and it knows it's trying to evoke an emotion out of you and you're being hit over the head by it, that yeah. less what he is said more. was help me on that when point. he goes
1: to watch movies. He'll watch the movie and then whenever he hears the big music yes. that's when he leaves. That's when He's he cringes like, I'm out. He checks out. He checks no, no, out. he leaves. He would oh, literally he, get it up and physically walk gets out, out, of up, the walks out. Yeah. yeah.
0: But everything about this, the look of the movie, the acting, everyone was terrific in this film, not just our two leads, but um I got to tell you that James Whitmore was this like one of his last movies. I was wondering about that. Possibly. And uh as as Brooks and that was that had a lot of pathos. I looked whole it up after,
1: as we were watching it. He died in two thousand seven, so oh, he did live for a little oh, while. Oh, I was wrong. He yeah. lived
0: for quite many years after that movie. Um, not a false note among all the actors in this film. Everyone was good. The warden, and you know what? These actor, it could have been almost a cartoon with over the top. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The warden who quotes the Bible and is a sadist. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been over the top but it wasn't it was just believable
1: the the other thing too is i think um i'm gonna go back to uh full metal jacket for a minute i it's think like Me- i've
0: ever seen before
1: <laughs> full metal jacket is a a wonderful example of that uh drill instructor uh, uh, like loud up in your face like just i'm gonna bark at you and possibly physically assault you
0: and it's not a cliche. And we've seen it before. Yes, we've seen it. But before. that version—Gomer Pyle, USMC. Right, right, right. We've seen
1: But that version is is iconic. Yes. In this movie, the not the warden, but the main captain of the police could have turned into a parody of that. Yes. Role, and he didn't. He actually stayed true to the character. He was definitely a. Hard character, right. meaning he was—he was definitely the villain, um, but he wasn't. How do I say it? He—he he wasn't a parody of what came before.
0: These are like tropes. These yeah. are tropes, but these actors that were—they just like circumvent. They—they they transcend. There you go. They transcend the trope. Yeah, nice. Everyone: Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman, um, and everyone else in this film. James Whitmore. What a terrific movie. Uh, and we were talking about some trivia that you and I did a little bit of research on too the famous last scene and initially the director didn't want to show that scene where they finally see each other what's the name of that city? Zihuatanejo yeah I love the way you say that Z-Watanejo. and he felt Z-Watanejo. the fade out really should be Morgan Freeman's character on the bus just going there that the we don't, back of the bus yeah <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: sitting in the back
0: well, where he, was, he belongs where he belongs yeah yeah <clears throat> Yeah. on the back uh, the, yeah yeah that right. was before what's her name came along and made it better what was her name that woman who oh claudette at, colvin no not claudette colbert <laughs> no, claudette colvin oh who's that she's the woman who's that on the back of the bus no it's not you're making that up i'll bet you five hundred dollars no i don't want to bet anymore i'm not a, i'm not a betting man not the way you said that with such conviction <laughs>
1: Rosa, sh- Rosa, Rosa Parks, Parks Rosa thinking? Parks,
0: Rosa Parks. So that should have been the fade out of the movie, and he thought it would be a little bit heavy-handed. And I understand that. I get that argument, mm-hmm. but the studio said the audience needs that. They need to see that final scene, and it's, it's a I beautiful shot. I
1: did think the kiss between the two of them was a little <laughs> excessive. I was like, I, don't, I thought they weren't. Well,
0: what worked for me, and I'm jumping ahead to a money shot, but let me do this now. When Tim Robbins' character is working on the boat, mm-hmm. and he looks up. Because he could feel Morgan Freeman's presence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He, no, Morgan didn't yell out. No, he sensed that his buddy had arrived. That was just cool. The way he looks up from sanding on his boat, and he looks up.
1: Yeah, I do want to point out that he got this boat. I mean, okay, so the order of order of events, right? Yeah. yeah. Andy, Andy Dufresne escapes from prison. He has like two thirds of a million dollars. Right. So, so why
0: do I see where you're going.
1: And he goes down to Ziwatanejo. <laughs> he said he wanted to get a hotel and take his people, get an old boat, an old worthless boat. That's fix what he it he said, up, old worthless boat? And fix it up and take his, his, the, the people who check in. Charter take fishing. Them, Charter ch- fishing. Okay. All right, there's a little plan for you. Cool. So he does all of this. Presumably he escapes prison. <laughs> he um, gets all the money. He stops off at this uh, stone wall fence to take some volcanic... Uh, rock and put it on top of a a little toy 10 and and some money for uh yeah for for old red and then he uh, tears off buys a car presumably and drives down to Ziwateneo. all right so now he's down in Ziwateneo and he's probably gonna buy a hotel somewhere um and then we gotta wait for red to get paroled get out he spends some time working at this grocery store. That's right. The same grocery store as the other. Before he finally goes out to this fence. And he broke
0: parole.
1: Right. He He finally goes out to this fence, gets the volcanic rock pulled up, how opens much up time the tin. Has gone by. Right, That's you, where you're going. That's I know where exactly you're going. Where go going. ahead.
0: Go ahead. <sighs> Volcanic rock, that marbleized rock. Right. So he gets the tin. And gets gives the, the money. We rehear the letter.
1: Buys his bus ticket. Yeah, buys the bus ticket. Gets all the way down to Ziguatanejo. Then he's going he to find out where walk. Tim Robbins' character is, where Andy Dufresne is. slowly. Finds him. Open shirt. And Andy Dufresne, Dufresne is working is on a boat like that, <laughs> looked, that just got ripped out of the ocean. At <laughs> the bottom of the ocean, it sank, you know, 150 years ago. And he's going, oh. I'm still just kind of cleaning
0: off the... You'd, I would hope you'd be a little further along in your progress here. Yeah, I know. He should have had a, a fleet of superboats. Exactly, right. Yeah, yeah. But it was more cinematic yeah, this I way. Yeah, I guess. More cinematic. <clears throat> That's still. very funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be... Or you could argue that that was a flaw. Hey, and for me, there's that one... And so there's of, your flaw. That's why this movie is flawed. <laughs> Listen, I mentioned to you in the, near the end of the film about the great uh, the, the great escape, going through there that... and But I thought the poster... This always bothered me, Robert. This bothered me when I first saw the movie, when it came out. Mm-hmm. And that is that the poster was that famous, iconic image of Raquel Welsh from what was it called? 1,000 years BC or something yeah. like that. I thought it should have been Rita Hayworth to make it more organic. The title of the story in which it's based, we see them watching a Rita Hayworth movie. So I thought it'd be a Rita Hayworth poster instead of Raquel Welsh. Well, I
1: can't, I mean, I can't remember if they said this in the movie or if it's from the, the book, but because I read this book. Um... But they did talk about how, how every few years they would, as as the seasons change and new movies came to be, they would replace did, the poster did, did, did and get a, get a more current one.
0: But a famous, another, a film flaw, film flub, that's the term he used, yeah. was when uh, he does, and he does escape and goes through the tunnel, somehow when he's in the tunnel, he's able to reposition the poster against the wall, but he's on the other side of the tunnel. How would he able to get it so tight that when the wardens walk in, they don't even see how the guy escaped until they throw a pebble or a stone at it and it goes straight through.
1: I actually disagree with this. Really? People have said this before oh, and I, I disagree. Yeah. You know, tell me how we well, all, he could have done that from inside a tunnel. And he could have had some ticky tack on the bottom of the poster.
0: He would have had to be yeah, very I mean, delicate. Maybe. Then again, this is a guy who likes to polish rock. So he is very precise with instruments and so on. Yes.
1: But even if he just left it dangling there. I don't think that they would notice. I mean, if, they, if they've been in his cell before, which they but had. But it was
0: taunt, though. Is that the word taunt? Taunt. Be- taunt. taunt. T-A- taunt. Ta- ta- ta-
1: ta- T-A-U. Yeah. There's no N. Ta-
0: oh, taunt. It was taut because the pebble kind of, and we see that it's hollow on the other side. I'm sorry, what? Check. Huh. Oh, you, you know what I mean. So I think it would have been difficult. But for if to I hung about. a poster yes,
1: that was not attached at the bottom. And you were whipping pebbles all around the cell, which the warden is doing. No, I don't think— You don't think, think it would go through the poster? You think it would just die?
0: No, I think it would—I think, po- think the poster would kind of ruffle and about, it, but it wouldn't be that taut where it would be that anchored where a pebble would go through it, and we'd see it's hollow on the other side. But we,
1: we didn't see it was hollow on the other side. What happened was he threw the pebble, and we heard it bounce— it was ting, tink, ting ting, 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 Right? And
0: then everybody's staring at... Well, then... I'm interrupting you. The warden puts his fist through it.
1: Well, he puts his finger through it first, right? He okay. fingers it. It's finger, like, finger. Like any good finger, f- fisting, he puts his finger you start with your finger in, in first. He puts his
0: finger in Raquel. He puts his finger yeah. right in Raquel in that skimpy yeah. little you know, outfit, which So is he nice. fingers it, he touches fingers it? He fingers Raquel... And I don't and then think he slowly, could have done that unless it was slowly taught. he, he unless puts it like was his, his next fingers
1: and makes the hole a little wider. <laughs> and then, you know, it goes slowly through. And and then you get to the knuckles and it gets kind of tight. But you you, know, you push through that and you get down to the wrist and now you could just let her rip and he's shoulder length all the way in that hole.
0: I want a new partner. Excuse me. If this is our biggest criticism of the movie, I think it's a damn good film because <laughs> we're really picking out it right now. I really do reasons. think
1: if you if you had a giant hole like that, not Raquel Welsh's hole, yeah. but if you had a hole in the wall and it it wasn't meant for like it was just, wasn't in a, in a gay bathroom, but if you had a hole in the wall and you had a poster covering it and I took a a rock or a chess piece, right? It was a chess piece made out of rock or something, right. and I whipped it as hard as I could at that poster. I'm pretty sure the poster would would have a big hole in it. But wouldn't the poster have
0: to be anchored at all four corners? What do you? That's what the I'm top saying. is anchored. We but, could agree there, the, right? Yes. Okay, but the not bottom the bottom is... would have to be anchored. So in order So, what for...
1: would happen if I did that? If there's a hole there and I whipped my my chess piece, the at poster
0: it. would flap. It would flap
1: about. And and there would not be a hole that
0: I don't. I think it would bounce. I think because there's no there's no traction. I think it's it would flap. It would flap about. But the,
1: the bottom of the poster is up against the wall. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. No, but this is important, man. <laughs> the bottom of the poster is up against the wall. It doesn't matter With and the while, pellet the pellet would just. But here's what I'm saying. There is friction. It's not stuck there like you, like a thumbtack. But there is surface tension between the poster and mm-hmm. the wall. So that's what's keeping it there. And then you throw that pebble through. Yes, I think the poster is going to definitely billow in the breeze, mm-hmm. but we never see that and then I think it would reset itself back to what mm. it was. Thus, I don't think it's a film flub.
0: Mm. Okay. Well,
1: you found You found a You're good. over it. You're oh. just like you yeah, moved on, check out. Yeah.
0: You found a good film flub. Really picking on this film right now. Oh, that's right. The book guy. Mm -hmm. The book guy going down the hallway. When Brooks is delivering the the books. And then we have a quick shot of him as he continues his stroll past what should be the last cell at the end of the hallway. Yeah. And it wasn't the way Brooks was able to walk out a camera frame. So that, too, was a little bit bit of a flub.
1: Although, producer Joey noticed that there was a little walkway that he could have used. Oh, seriously?
0: Oh. Then it's not a film flub. Not like the poster. That's a film flub. (laughs)
1: You know, I'm gonna, I'm going to go get a poster. Yeah. Well, let's do an experiment.
0: This. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take 30 Love. <laughs> we'll dig a hole in this wall right here. Sounds and good. we'll just mount 30 Love at the top only. We agree yeah. on that? Yeah. And allow the bottom par- portion of the uh, poster to be free. We'll just put it over and your throw- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just I'll throw some uh, some things at it and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Okay, good. Woo. Yeah. Um, what else? You know, I thought it was a little bit too much... I love this film, and you loved it too, but I did think it was a little bit too much of a coincidence that uh, Morgan Freeman's character just happened to be in the same boarding house, the same room, mm. as as the old guy who hung himself. I thought it was a, quinc- I it was a coincidence. I used to think that,
1: but then I realized, what if it was set up by the prison?
0: Oh, even though which room? I can see the boarding house. But, it I was mean, the same
1: room. If there was somebody else that was there, like a halfway house or something, and yeah. maybe they only have... 10 rooms or something right it may not be as wild of a of a situation as we think but i i get it i understand
0: a little bit of a coincidence and the only other thing too that i took a little bit of issue was i love the way this was mapped out i even mentioned this to you too when he when morgan freeman's character is up to the front of the parole board uh first second and then the third time and of course the first two times oh i've been rehabilitated mm-hmm. i'm a changed man I've learned my lesson. I want to go out there and be telling him what these people wanted to hear. And of course they reject him. But then at the end they approve his parole, but I, with that speech he gave, well, Sonny, it's a crock of shit. If you think I've been rehabilitated, I really wonder if they would approve the parole hearing what he had to say. And I think the answer is no, but man, it was an emotional wowie zowie. It was cinematic and it's what the audience craved. Yeah telling them off and that's what gets you out yeah, so, yeah 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 those are my only issues with this movie that i was it too long was it too long it is long it is long. it's not a short movie no but is it too long
1: does it sag anywhere
0: is it? Is it close to like three hours or something? uh
1: i want to say 17 hours that's how long <laughs> it. um i don't I'll, I'll pull it up yeah okay
0: but, I mean, does it feel, does it sag? No, actually, I was aware that it was a long movie, and we knew it was going to be a long movie. Two hours, 22 minutes. Somehow I was okay with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it only felt like two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> no, I, 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 there's, I, I don't know
0: what you would cut. I don't know. I mean, I forgot that whole segment where we find out the wife's murderer. I forgot about that. That maybe he could set up. There's, there's nothing. I mean, okay. It's very textured. There's I mean, nothing that you could really
1: cut out. Right. There's no giant scenes that you could cut out because it is all connected and it all kind of makes sense. Now, you could probably do some voiceover because you have someone doing there's voiceover lot, yeah. already. Yeah. And for example, the whole tarring of the roof scene, right? You could cut the whole thing out and say, um, in 1947, Andy Dufresne was able to convince the guards to, uh, to, uh, to give us some beer while we were up tar on the roof. But it was such a great sequence. Exactly.
0: It was a great sequence. Everything about that the acting, the camera work, everything about that was such a good four and a half minute so sequence. We,
1: and I think every time we were I know, to then, say, well, we could cut this sequence. Then then you'll like- hear me
0: say, but that's such a great sequence. Right. Yeah. So
1: the answer is no. no leave it as fine. is. It was
0: not too long. What a film. But a film. We want to mention, too, that when that movie first came out, the critics liked it. The public did not flock to see it.
1: I think it got lost. It was... I mean, 1994 was a big... a big year for movies. Yes. Huge. I mean, again, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, uh, you know, Shawshank Redemption. There were a bunch of others that came out that year, too, that are just slipping my mind. But right. 1994 was a huge year, and I think it just... People weren't going to see it.
0: Right. And it became a sleeper hit. And then with uh, uh, DVDs, not DVDs, I'm sorry, VCRs, with, video cassettes, rentals were skyrocketing with this film. I also want to mention here some articles about, um, obviously it was nominated for a lot of Oscars, seven Academy Award nominations. People also felt that the title didn't really help the film. Probably. And that's, a, that's an abridged title. The so, original title, of course, was longer, the short story. Let me
1: just read off a few big movies from 1994. Oh, wait. Hold on. The Lion King, True Lies. Mm. Um, what else came out that year? Uh, the Mask, Speed, Dumb and Dumber. Wow. wow. Four Weddings and a Funeral, Interview with a Vampire, uh, Clear and Present Danger, Stargate, Stargate, Maverick. I mean, there's just
0: tons. You know, I get it. A two and a half hour prison movie yeah. with a complicated title. Um, I get it. I can see. In a, in a world like the, with like Lion King and yeah, all that shit. It's yeah. just
1: like, all right, we, we don't have time for this. But I think the quality is what made people look at it again later going, this is really good. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I also,
1: I wonder, because I, be, I bet people thought that it was slow. And.
0: It is textured. That's the word we use. I love yeah. that word. It is textured. it wasn't i didn't feel it was quote too slow you no, so. but people i'm sure would make that argument it took its time here you go robert it breathed it certainly breathed but you got an idea of prison life didn't you mm-hmm. you got an idea of prison life god that opening shot when they first show us uh, shawshank you know the overhead shot and the camera just pans Beautiful. down it's an amazing long shot to introduce us to the facility now it's it's kind of a gem of a movie isn't it it certainly is a classic um money shots yes what do you have you go ahead okay i have three i have three and again two out of the three i think i already spoke about but um it's a classic shot that people associate when we see the point of when the warden discovers the hole and we're inside the hole
1: after he's fisted
0: but we're inside the point of view is inside looking out at the warden peering into the hole You know that shot, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a famous shot, and that that is a money shot. Also, I just loved it when Andy was uh, on the boat, and the music is swelling, and he just knows to look up and sees his friend standing there, walking towards him.
1: You know, one thing that it always strikes me is that he hits this pipe with a rock. Yeah, with thundering. Three times, and it breaks the pipe, and I'm like, I don't know, man. It's too easy. and then he, like, breaks a hole in it. Yeah, so all the sewage would... I d- yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And by the way, are they dumping raw sewage into the stream? Because that seems I, to be I, what they're applying. Yes, that is
0: what they were doing. I guess so. Is that what they do? I, do they dump raw sewage? I yeah. mean, I hope not. Yeah, 500 yards. I would imagine
1: there would be a septic tank or something. Yeah,
0: well, he went through the sewage tank. Yeah. He swam through shit so he could go build his boat. <laughs> Oh, wait. There's one more. Yeah. Obviously, this is the cliche shot. Yeah. And it's when he's in, out of the sewage and he's still uh, waist high in water and it's thundering and he throws his arms up in the air and the camera's aerial shot looking down. I don't on remember him. that. <laughs> that's kind of the logo of the movie, isn't it? Yeah, looking yeah. down on him. Well, Wasn't? Isn't that on some of the posters? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm stealing that from. And let me just cheat a little bit and say one fourth one. That whole sequence with, um, with uh, the old man, with James Whitmore... When he's out walking in the town, seeing cars... He's been incarcerated for how many years? What was it, 50 years or something? He's outside for the first time. Mm-hmm. And there's something... That, too, could have been a trope. It could have been a cliche, heavy-handed. And I found it just filled with pathos. I thought it was a really moving sequence, right. watching him at a loss, not knowing where to go. I
1: mean, that's the, that's the five-minute sequence that I think people... It broke everybody's heart, and that was the oh my gosh, the sequence is going to make me cry moment all the way up until the movie Up came out. And then once Up came out, yes. it was like, okay, there's yes. a new five-minute yeah. sequence. That's yeah, gonna make you cry. yeah,
0: yeah. So those are some of my money shots. What about you?
1: No, I didn't have any. Ah. I mean, this is one of those movies, too, that I, I think I could I could pretty much tell you every single scene in this movie from beginning to end. The whole movie's end. a money shot. You're kind right. of going there, right. Yeah. And right. I, I don't. that sounds like a cop-out. No, All the not. things you just said are are true and yes. they're great, they're beautiful, but it's just so um beautiful. I guess I mean the overhead shot of seeing the prison for the first time, oh. just that helicopter shot was I in. amazing. I know. Deacons is is incredible on this movie. It's it's he's really at his peak. Yeah. And I I don't know, it's it's all just it all fits. Everything is really firing on all cylinders here. The acting, the writing, the the music the cinematography the costuming all of it just works agreed so uh, it's all great and there's a reason why it's rated so highly it's it's a movie that i think everyone can agree on is fantastic it speaks to this idea of i mean the the theme by the way is hope you know it's this idea of there uh, don't give up hope there is always a way out Someone should have sat Simone Biles down and had her watch. (laughs) I
0: love the way he tied that back. It's interesting, too, because there was certainly a religious element to the film that you're feeling about getting away and that there were nirvana and what have you. But look at the warden quoting from the Bible, Mm -hmm. yet being a sadist. So we have the juxtaposition there that it was um, part. Parts of it almost felt like it was anti-religion in a way, especially because the warden's character but then again, there was that whole thing of salvation yeah. that is quite religious. I think it
1: was, it's like the, the true salvation, you know, like the yeah. the legitimate salvation. You know, the, another thing that I, I think makes this movie great. If this movie was written now, there's one word that would have been injected into this movie about 50 fucking times. Let's and it would see. have wor- would watered it down to the point that everyone would have been vomiting in the aisles.
0: And that word
1: is family. Yeah. <laughs> we, I know. And I, okay, fucking, we yeah. get it. Yeah.
0: I told you about that clip on YouTube where they took all the uh, Fast and Furious movies with the word family. Uh-huh. I told you, and that family, family, and they're all giving speeches about family. It's very funny. I, I, don't I don't saw know, exactly
1: one recently. I think it was a TikTok video or somebody something, but somebody grabbed. Um, they were like going through... I want to say it was like Best Buy and all the DVDs and they found uh, Fast and the Furious, I think it was part six, and they grabbed it and took it off the shelf and then it cut to another angle and they put it onto another shelf with all these other DVDs around it and Blu-rays or whatever and it kind of pulled back and you're going, why did they move that movie? And you kind of step back, zoom back, zoom back and it's in the family that's section. Very it's like, yeah, that's, that's very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where this movie belongs. It's a family movie.
0: Hey, and yeah. I, I think that... You when don't have we, to say it. You don't have to be hit over the head. Yes. That's your point. Yeah. You don't have to be hit over the head. In a way, it feels like we had a more sophisticated audience in the 1990s mm. where they get it. They would. They got it without having to be spoon-fed.
1: Yeah. I think it's exactly it. Yeah. Although, much to my frustration, that I did feel like Forrest Gump spoon-fed everybody. Yeah, I, I did feel like I that was my criticism of right. The Lion King. You know, and, and that's why those movies still right. to this day, I'm right. kind of eye-rolling right. about them. Right. but. I mean, you have these movies, you have this, you have Pulp Fiction, you have The Usual Suspects, you know, you have these other movies that are making you think a little bit more. Right, and right.
0: Just fill it in yourself. Yeah. Make it a better experience. Hey, you know who was kind of up for the parts? Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise wanted it to be in it. Kevin Costner. Interesting. Mm. I think they did just fine with who they had.
1: I, me too. And I think, I think it would have been a different movie with those people.
0: I mean, could you imagine Tom Cruise I'm like? Thinking of that, so I'm thinking. First
1: of all, I don't think he would he would have climbed through a tunnel of shit. You know, I don't think that's Tom Cruise. No, he'd Emma. be suspended, <laughs> doom, boom, doom, do,
0: do, 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 just two inches yeah. above the surface.
1: but I think there is something about Tim Robbins that is likable. I, they say like, "Oh, you you look like you have ice in your veins," and I'm like, I don't get that from him. I I, I think it's forecasting on that side, but I totally believe him in this role. Yes, yes. And I think he he handled it just right. Agreed. Anyway.
0: Nice. So, is it wave? Anyway? What a great question. I've got to ask you the Ira question. Who's, is the this prota- you part are, part? who's the protagonist? Whose story is it?
1: Well, that's confusing. I know. Because it's I Andy's know. story at first, yeah. and then by the end... It's red. Storm. You're right, and we don't know where we've switched. I, I, it probably is when that's Andy. That's
0: really interesting. The, yeah, the definitely. Initially, it is when Andy, Andy
1: goes into his cell that night. Of course, that's probably where we're we're now on red side. Going all right. We've we've. It's when he goes into the hole, and we're seeing all these experiences while Andy Dufresne is in a solitary confinement every we're getting all these other experiences that are going on in the prison without Andy and i think that's where the movie shifts in tone and now it's red story
0: that's interesting that's very interesting so two protagonists but either one and so they, for me it, that feels like it well, the fact that we're shifting is perspective anti-wave. It's anti-wave. is andy wins that's where we're going to go right however regardless of which of the two are the protagonists which one is the protagonist does the protagonist get wh- he wants. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Which pushes the character which now makes the needle go back. Yeah. So it's really not terribly anti-wave. Although you did say well there's kind of two protagonists and shifts, there's a narration which makes it a little bit anti-wave or the three acts? I'm not I, sure. I, I kind of. I think I would that say Tim's if, escape. They're not the clear. Third, they're not clear. There's a, f-
1: there's a clear final act, but I'm not sure if it's a third act. It's not. A, yeah. I mean, we're, we're saying third well, no. just because it's we're, typically use, we're right. used to seeing that in right. the third act. Right. But it's a final act. And there's like several other acts that are happening before that. Right. I mean, it, it, you could even argue that this is like a seven or eight act right. movie. Right. Um, so I
0: don't know. So that, too, makes suggest anti-wave, what we're saying right now, right. that it's not traditional. So it's a mixed bag, isn't it? But I go back to that general premise that the uh, protagonist, whoever it is, gets what he wants, yeah. freedom.
1: I think, to me, that that's what makes this really interesting, is that it? it it's... I wish Hollywood would make these kind of yes. films more often, yes. and I think we all say that, yes. right? We, we're all going... Yes, please let's let's do this instead of rebooting McHale's Navy or some shit like that. Let's yeah. instead look at a movie like like this and make it in a unique way and and have some discussion over it. This movie is over twenty years old, twenty five years old, hmm. and we're still talking How about, about it that? in depth. And I mean the movie has like it will be talked about till the end of cinema. It's that important. It's a great film. Oh,
0: When I told my friends, they said, "What are you doing for your birthday movie on the podcast?" When I said, "Oh my God, you're doing it!" I love that movie. I heard that from five or six people right. before coming over here today. Right, right. How about that? What a testament! So I think, I think I got to say, it is. Maybe this is a perfect five.
1: But it is for because it's right between Hollywood and anti-wave. So this might be my new standard of. I mean, if if, if a one. <laughs> what do we say? Uh, what was like the most Hollywood movie of Hollywood movies? Like just had- like Speed, right? Like if if one is a very typical uh Hollywood movie, and then a ten is like I always said, like a then you're right.
0: this would be right, right in the smack middle, smack dab in the middle. Yeah, and you're right about Speed. You're right about Speed because yeah. that too did have that structure of the three acts. There was that or like you've got mail, or something bomb. like that. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. find
1: something of yeah. something, anything with Tom Hanks in it, right? Like this,
0: <laughs> anything with Tom Hanks in it is a, is is going to be Hollywood, Hollywood movie, especially Forrest Gump. That's what you, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. Forrest Gump is not a bad movie. It just gets to my nerves. It just <laughs> people sucked that movie's dick. It was like they could not get enough of it, and it was like it reminded me of like that Welcome to Marwin. I'm like. Really? This is the movie that we're all gonna go
0: yeah. nuts over? I guess Tom Hanks will never be in an anti-wave film. <sighs> I can't see it happening. Is that possible? No. no. Is that possible? It goes against his 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 ethos. His you know, how we regard him. I don't,
1: I, so. I don't know. I feel like he I could. He's someone who could do that. Let me let me see what he's done. Let me just See if there's off any... some
0: Tom movies. And... Well, I
1: mean, I, we all know a few. Like, Well, you know, okay, here's one. Terminal. You know? And I no. actually was going to say I think that's more uh, what? Hollywood. Yeah, I, I actually think
0: that. So what are you doing? You're scrolling Tom's movies yeah. right now? No, he me? was
1: in uh, the Borat movie, the Borat subsequent movie film. But I don't think that really counts. No, that's more of a – what we're talking no. about. No. I forgot what um, was in that. Okay, so let me let – me Scroll back here. Uh, So he was on Bridge of Saving Private Right. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Um, Captain Phillips. uh, Toy Story. Larry Crown. Yeah, see, these are all just total Hollywood movies. Um, I don't know. Is it possible for Tom Hanks to not be in a Hollywood movie?
0: We're putting a challenge out to Tom. Yeah. To make an anti-wave film. You've
1: got Mail, Saving <clears throat> Private Ryan, that thing you do. I
0: know, Splash. <laughs>
1: Apollo 13. Apollo 13's another really good example of a Hollywood movie. It's, I mean, it's a great it's movie. It's a great movie, but you're but right. It's Hollywood. Yeah. it's yeah. Sleepless in Seattle, League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I, 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 Joe versus the Volcano.
0: You know, that could be an anti-wave That's film. starting
1: to get weird. Endlessly. It is. I might take that one.
0: Yeah, it's an odd film. Yeah, I don't know if it worked. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know if it worked. The,
1: some of his earlier stuff may be a little bit more. I mm-hmm. mean, the Man with One Red Shoe, maybe, yeah. maybe.
0: Bachelor Party. Oh, All yeah. right. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So to our listeners, go go watch Shawshank Redemption. Go watch it again yes. if you haven't seen it. In yes. A while. Good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Somebody I, shut that kid up. I know. Yeah. It worked. Hey, thanks. How'd you do that? <laughs> hey, man, uh, who died this week? Got to tell you, unfortunately, most of the following people, they didn't turn to dust. We lost the following people in the entertainment industry. Now, the first one, and don't you roll your eyes at this. Okay. He's really not in the films. Uh-uh. Not in movies. But with a few, few exceptions, we need to acknowledge this pop icon of Ron Papeel. You know he is. Mm-hmm. Inventor and businessman, American inventor personality. And, of course, Ronco. Mm-hmm. It was called Ronco because of – what am I looking at? No, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Of, Keep going. Keep uh, going. Yeah, Keep Ronco going. is Ron Papil. That's why it was named after that – oh. Keep going. Wait, okay. Right, so I just got an addition. Um <laughs> I'm so cool when you send me subtleties, aren't yes, I? Yes, I'm I trying like, to... Yeah, over the behind top the, the scenes, like, Ira, be feed cool you for something your and you're like... Now, what? listen, I want to say he's responsible for set it and forget it. And, but wait, there's more. Okay, that was all I was doing. I remember with the dramatic pocket fisherman. Robert, Robert, does Mr. Microphone mean anything to you? We'll Mr. be back Microphone. later
1: to pick up those girls.
0: What's that? Mr. Microphone. Oh, is that... You're right. I guess you do remember. Hey, you. We'll, talking to the will be back to get later girls. and pick and up you, up, pick you up or something you like that. that. You're right. Um, and, and also he had that hair cover up in a can. Yeah. And I had that because of my thinning out spot. I want to say, to justify putting him in here, he was in The X-Files, Futurama, King of the Hill, The Simpsons, and he was in an episode of Sex in the City, The Daily Show. So there you go. I'm cheating. I had to say it. Let's move on. Alfie Scoop, 101 years old, uh, English-born Canadian actor, and he was in Fiddler on the Roof. Wow. How about that? He's dead. Rick Aiello, 65-year-old American actor. He was in Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me, uh, Do the Right Thing. And we lost David Von Ankind, 56-year-old American film and television director, and he was um, – oh, are you familiar with – Seraphim uh, Falls, y- you know that Seraphon Falls,
1: great movie, yeah, fantastic so movie.
0: He was uh, actually he directed he directed that. How about that? Uh, Sagino Grunt, eighty five year old um, actor who was in the Lone Ranger and who's also in Breaking Bad. Mm. Jean Francois Severon, seventy seven year old French actor. The Dogs of War. I feel like war. that's
1: every French actor, French person.
0: Yeah, Jean right. Francois. <laughs> <Saint-Francois. laughs> the Dogs of War. I'm going to surprise you with something I chose to do. The corner's corner. And you know what? Well, okay. Yeah. But maybe I won't. Maybe I'll do something else. Because you know what? This just in, thanks to my good buddy. Yeah, man. Jay Pickett, actor on Port Charles, dies on a movie set at 60 years old. Yeah. What do you know about that?
1: I, I just know what, <laughs> yeah, I what just... you gave,
0: what you just read.
1: Yeah. So he was a, a soap opera star. Yeah. Well, that doesn't count. Well,
0: he was on a movie ah, set. Ah, he's on a movie set. 60 years old. Yeah. Well, we're here for a short time, and it it's my birthday. All right. Corner's Corner, because we did lose, don't forget, Gene Hackman, Betty White, Dick Van Dyke, Mel Brooks, and Pepe Le Pew. But I want to say something. All this week? Oh, yeah, it's a horrible week. But none of them get my special award, do You're they? not even going to mention no, them No, no, no. They don't even count, because you know what? I want to do a life-affirming... A life-affirming spotlight award oh. that Bob Odenkirk... I'm really serious here. Oh. We need to acknowledge someone who's not dead with a silver spotlight award. He almost died? Someone who almost died, but he's alive and he's going to be fine. Wow. And we wish you well, Bob. That was actually pretty sweet, That's wasn't sweet, it? yeah. yeah I'm like sure that. he's listening. Oh, I hope so. Okay. Candle Corner, celebrity birthdays. We have Arnold Schwarzenegger, 74. Uh, Jean Reno... Remember how he looked when he did that Spike Lee movie where I said, man, he got frumpy. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. He's 73. And Hillary Swank, she won two Oscars. How about that? 47 years old. We wish them all a happy birthday. Want to do some top five? And hit it, Vern. It's time to give a listen, you little creeps, to our top five. Top five this week is top five. Prison movies. All right. Not Shawshank Redemption Prison. It could be any. I thought it was Shawshank Redemption. No, no, no. It's just prison. But uh, shall we talk about a couple things? Okay. Did you go for any metaphors? Yeah. Well, not
1: metaphors. No. I didn't either. But okay, I thought about this. Right here's one that's not in my. Okay, okay. It's a scoop, but I think if I said (laughs) if I put it in my top five, you'd go, "Oh, that's good." I got well. Then
0: why isn't it in your top
1: five? There's movies that I like more. There's movies that I would put higher up than this one. The Passion of the Christ. He was a prisoner. Right? There was a whole trial and everything. That's good. And he was executed. Yeah. yeah. You that's think good. about that and it's kind of like, yeah. well, I was a prisoner. Yeah. So it's movies like that that I'm, I, I did get into some of those where I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting. Another movie uh, that I didn't put on because I felt like we've been <laughs> using it too much, but totally prisoner,
0: Misery. Ah, he was good. kept prisoner. That's really good. And along the same vein, a movie that I didn't even include in my top five, and I didn't even include it for my birthday, which surprises you, and that's The greatest Escape. You didn't put that in your top five? How about that? What the fuck? Because I felt like I was overusing it. Wow. I felt like I was overusing it. I feel like if there's one movie, I know, where you I know. Use it and Maybe I should. All right, it. all right, Yeah, all right. yeah I, I I thought about it. I thought a lot of it. It's like you with Mad Max. We need to stop that.
1: I underuse it.
0: Actually, I haven't brought it up in a while. It's been. At least I mean,
1: two weeks. I <laughs> two weeks. I haven't brought it up in a top five in a while. Mm,
0: but you've used a scoops. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. You used yeah, yeah. scoops. Okay. Who's gonna go first for prison movies? Uh,
1: I'll go first. Go. Twenty twelve, get the Gringo. Get the gringo. Yeah. What is that? Uh it's a movie uh, Mel Gibson is starts out he's on the run This is after the whole right. sugar tits thing, right? So this is his like kind of first attempt at kind of getting back into Get the saddle. Get the gringo. Get the gringo. The movie is it's opens with him evading American police and he's make out a run for the border. And I think he has, like, a car crash or something, but he basically flings himself across the um, the American-Mexico border and ends up in Mexico, much to the chagrin of the cops that are chasing him. And he winds up getting arrested in Mexico as a result, but they take him to Mexican prison, and he's, like, this gringo in the middle of this Mexican prison, and he's got to try to stay alive, and he's just—it's almost like jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's this a, is the movie
0: Get the Gringo. This is what he did after the Malibu incident. Yeah, calling the female cop sugar tits. Yeah, most people didn't see rant. it, and
1: it's they're sleeping on a good Mel Gibson yeah, movie. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, Mel Gibson grunting, uh, and we've talked about this of oh, like the grunting. The, yeah, you know, uh, him yeah, getting yeah, beaten yeah, up yeah, and everything. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this movie. So anyway, Get the Gringo. It's a
0: lot of fun. What do you got? My number five is a little bit of a cheat, and either you'll nod in agreement or you'll roll your eyes. Okay. Because none of it takes place in a prison. No, uh-huh. 12 Angry Men. And I, I really vacillated on this. Is it a prison movie? Well, the kid might go to prison. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 19 – say the year, please. The original one. The original oh, one. Oh, 1957. 57. Very good. Sidney Lumet. I always forget Sidney Lumet did that. And he, of course, was known for New York Gritty. He was very good with New York Gritty movies. Listen to these people with Henry Fonda, Lee Jacob, Ed Begley, and E.G. Marshall and Jack Warden. What a cast. Who? Who? who, and, who? Yeah, uh, 12 Angry Man. I did put that down. That's my cheat. Number five.
1: My number four from 2003. It's a kid's movie.
0: Really? Wait, know, wait, 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 wait.
1: We've talked about this before. Is it animation? No.
0: It's a kid's movie? Yeah. And it takes place in a prison. It's a
1: Disney movie.
0: And it takes place, you are actually in a prison. In a prison. And it's a Disney movie?
1: Yeah. Live action.
0: Well, I have no idea. I'm not
1: Starring gonna... <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. I do tell. 2003's Holes.
0: Oh, we do talked about that. Yeah.
1: or yeah. They're forced to dig a hole every day. That yeah. There's a buried yeah. treasure out there, yeah. so the warden yeah. makes them have to dig these holes. Yeah. It's a really good you movie, like man. That movie. I, I know. As yeah. far as kids' movies go, the, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like holes a lot.
0: I know you do. Yeah. What do you got? My number four, Escape from Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. I talked about it about a month ago, and it's a solid film. By the way, the year is 1978. 79. Yeah.
1: I, that was my first instinct. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. sure it was. Uh, Don Siegel, of course, directed that. And yeah. Clint Eastwood starred in it. And again, a piece of irony there, and I think I said this to you once before, that Patrick McGowan, who did The Prisoner, of course, and that's ironic that he was the warden in this film, yeah. playing the other side. But it's a solid piece of filmmaking. Yeah, it's really Asca- good. It's a solid, solid movie. Escape from Alcatraz my number four.
1: That's one. It's in my scoops. It's a really good is movie. It? Yeah.
0: yeah. Number
1: three, another kid's
0: movie. Really? part of a franchise. Part of a franchise? Did the other films also have to do with prison? Nope. Just this one particular one. Yep. Give me another hint, please.
1: Uh, comedy franchise. I mean, it's kids movies, so I guess family, but it's usually comedy. Um 80s and 90s. Main actor died and that put an end to the franchise. Do tell. A clue or you want the you want the reveal?
0: Reveal.
1: Ernest goes to jail.
0: Ah. Uh, I'm telling you
1: what. Did he die? Oh yeah, he died. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's not in those new Toy Story movies. Oh I, I understand. That's this is a controversial I mean, like what what self-respecting film criticism show says hey i've picked my top 5 prison movies and one of them is an earnest movie i get it but that movie's fucking funny and if you look at it from what it is trying to accomplish right it's a, a family kids movie starring this nincompoop Ernest. it it nails it it's really really good it accomplishes what it set out to be and i think i wish more film Critics would do that Would approach the movie Based off of What they are Trying to achieve They're Mm -hmm. trying to Make kids laugh Make the whole family laugh And enjoy themselves For an hour and a half And In that regard I think Ernest Goes to Jail Does it Does a really good job of it
0: Can you tell your kid To shut the fuck up Yeah I'm trying uh, Why don't I just um, Give her my horn to blow (laughs) Mm. Sorry I shouldn't make those jokes (laughs) In front of Papa you should not. I know. Very All right, good. My number three is a prison, and it's not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because we actually learn halfway through that some of them are free to leave. There's a hint. Mm-hmm. They're there voluntarily, and they can leave any time they want. That hint isn't resonating not with you. Not the island. No, but it is One floor Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. And I thought, Yeah. I, I I see that as a prison, yeah. uh, as a type of prison. By the way, Cuckoo's Nest, 1975. Five. Right. Good. Milos Forman, the great Milos Forman. And Jack Nicholson was at his prime. Right. He was at his prime yeah, in that was. film. Yeah, that's my number three. Uh,
1: my number two, 1998, my boy Soderbergh, Out of Sight.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, not only are they in prison for a lot, they're trying to catch them and bring them back to right prison. Right to prison, right, yeah. right. Good. It's a prison escape movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. I'm surprised you haven't yet mentioned this one, so there's a chance it might be up on yours yet mm-hmm. to come. We spoke about this many months ago. Paul Newman. Do you have a Paul Newman movie?
1: Paul Newman uh, Oh yeah. prison movie.
0: Yes. I keep oh, thinking of Robert. No, 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 no. You're going to go, oh, that's right. Because we even spoke about the great egg eating scene. Oh, cool, cool Aunt Luke. Aunt Luke. Yeah, what I did forget movie. about that one. What a movie! It's a great one. What that a probably movie. would have been in my top five. I figured I forgot it about would. It. I figured it would. Um, by the way, George Kennedy won an Oscar for that film for supporting. Good. I, I didn't. Yes, yes. Uh, Nineteen sixty. I want to say five, but I'm usually a year off, so I'd say 67, 67. Yeah. And um, yeah, the egg eating. Of course, that was a great scene. But for me, it was the car wash scene Mm -hmm. with a girl. That's what stands out in my mind. She knows what she's doing. Oh, yeah. And um, what a what a movie. Everything about that movie is just great. great. Cool. And look, my number two, my number one.
1: I'm assuming this is going to be
0: your number one. I think we're doing the same. thing. Have we ever done this before? Have we I'm assuming we're on the same page here. Have we ever taken the main film and made that each of our both of us number 1? I don't think we've ever done that.
1: What do you mean main film?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you did. My number 1. Yeah, I oh, know no, no, you're going to do. The you're longest do yard. yard. <laughs> Shaw
1: Redemption. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, look if we this both, isn't your number one, you're being dishonest. You know, we
0: both chose to do that, and yeah. sometimes when one of us puts that film in our number five, well, we just spend an hour talking about it. But yes, yeah, absolutely, and it's my number one too for all the reasons that we're. It's we a home said. run for a reason. It, I mean, it's, yeah,
1: it's it's one of the few films that can align film critics and uh, the casual moviegoer alike.
0: That was nicely said. Mm-hmm. That was nicely said. Shawshank Redemption, number one, 1994. Scoops, uh, okay. So, mentioned a
1: few like Passion of the Christ, Misery, Runaway Train. There's a good one.
0: I like that movie. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I like that film a lot. The Running Man. I forgot that, that. Wait, there was a prison sequence in that. You're right. In Runaway, Runaway T- back Train. On Runaway yeah. Train. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, the Running Man. Yeah, that's all in. Like he's in prison and then he escapes and they put him in the game to try to fight for his life. Yeah, so it's kind of that's a prison too. Oh um, my god, I
0: just thought of one. What? Face Off. Major sequence that takes place... In, look at your yeah. look right now. No, but the boots, yeah, the magnetic boots. boots yeah. uh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh,
1: I did mention The Longest Yard. Both of them. I actually liked both, yeah. both Longest yeah, both Yard them, movies. Yeah. I know it's a guilty pleasure, but I think both of those movies yeah. are fun. Uh, Bronson. I'm not sure if you ever saw Bronson or not. I never have, no. It's about the guy, Charles Bronson, who... Charles Bronson, not that Charles Bronson. Oh, a different Charles But Bronson. he names himself after that Charles Bronson. That's funny. And it's, I think, based on a true story. And this is this is where Tom Hardy came to prominence, is he played this character and was like, what the fuck is this guy? Wow. Um. So he's it's definitely worth checking out. It's a great movie. Escape Plan. Did you ever see Escape Plan? I never saw that. Movie. It's a fun movie. It's where uh, it's with. Who is it? It's Schwarzenegger's locked up and Stallone is trying to break him out. I think that's it. But it's a definite like a it's a super group where you finally get the, the two people together, you know, Stallone and Schwarzenegger in a movie. Uh they're a little bit past their prime, but it's that, it's <laughs> so a what? fun movie. Yeah. You know, gotta break out your buddy from prison. Yeah. And then um a movie I don't think you've seen, but I would like for you to start watching some of his movies. Um Craig Zalo, I think is his name. He directed a movie called uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. And this stars, um, oh, what's the guy's name from uh, Swingers? Um, the big tall guy. Come on, baby. We're going to get some beautiful babies. What's his name?
0: We can do dialogue for the movie, but you can't think of the guy's name. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, come on. He's in that movie, Chef. Okay. Why can I not think of anybody's name mm, on the show? We
0: need producer Joey. I
1: know. Nah. nah, nah. Hold on. Give me okay. two seconds. I'll do I'll, a little I'll song and
0: dance here while you're doing that. Okay, I got it. Okay.
1: Uh, no, not John Favreau. What the fuck's his name? Uh, the other guy. No, I guess the, John Favreau was in chef. What's oh, the oh.
0: fucking guy's name? Well, do you have the Swingers page right now? Can you like scroll pull, down? I'll pull and, up swingers. Yeah, and see. Swingers. Yeah. I mean, all of our listeners are waiting with bated breath.
1: No, they all know. Vince Vaughn.
0: Fucking oh. They couldn't say his name.
1: Can name everything he's been in. Like, yeah. Psycho remake and everything else. I just can't fucking think of Vince, Vince Vaughn's name. Vince Vaughn is this guy that has like anger management problems, but it, this is not a comedy and he's just got this anger issue and he what is it? they kidnap, there's somebody that kidnaps his family and they're basically like, we're going to kill your family unless you kill this one guy that's in prison and so he he's like i i can't get to him he's like in a different wing and they're like figure it out and he basically has to like fight his way through and he's like a huge big buff guy and he just beats the shit out of everyone guards and other prisoners alike to get to this cell and to try to kill the guy in this cell and that's the the goal is like how to how do you get there and it's really fascinating It's directed by the same guy. This this guy, he also directed Dragged Across Concrete. Oh, I love that movie. So it's the same kind of like relentless, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Right. Raw and and gritty. Very. um, Yeah. So I think you'd like it.
0: By the way, when you just said that, we'll kill your family unless you kill this person. I flashed on that movie you turned me on to last year. Nick Time. Robert, you're great. Yeah. Shot at the Bonaventure down here. Nick of Time, where it was the same basic premise. Yeah. We'll kill your family. Or what was it your wife or your child? Your or kid, yeah. Yeah, your kid, if you don't do this. yeah. Back when Johnny Depp acted like a normal person. I was, impl- that's the one element. Besides with being a nifty movie and lots of fun, and it is a fun popcorn but seeing him as kind of meek. Just normal? Nor- normal, normal.
1: Yeah. No eccentric Nothing behavior? Nothing eccentric.
0: Just an average guy thrust in this world of insanity, trying to figure it out.
1: No. Yeah. Let Christopher Walken be the weirdo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? What's your scoop? Okay.
0: So, uh, by the way, I just flashed on something. I'm surprised that for keep your clothes on. Gr- oh, okay. Oh, now, no, that now you flash tell off. me, gr- girl power movies. I'm so surprised you didn't put down Wonder Woman. Okay, just kidding. Just I kidding. Avoided it. I know for you did. I know you did. Reason. I know you did. Uh, for my scoops for prison movies, burn me out of Alcatraz. Uh, did you ever see that yeah yeah so that was quite an old man in the gun remember mm-hmm. we talked about that yep. a few years ago the great escape and i again what? look if i wasn't cheating it belongs my top it belongs my number one but i thought i'm tired of it and maybe our listeners so i did decide to push that aside papillon mm-hmm. the original one midnight express did you do the remaking of great yeah. escape yeah. yeah i'm checking out <laughs> when that happens that's it i'm done i'm out of here because they don't forget, they did do the Magnificent Seven, mm-hmm. and I feel I, like I have not seen the
1: remake, and I've heard it's actually pretty good. It
0: is, and you know, and I saw the remake of Magnificent, and it's a good, solid movie. And I think what bothers me is the title; they uh-huh. should have given a different name instead of the Magnificent... the other Magnificent what, Seven, what are... <laughs> Magnificent the next eight. Magnificent, the Magnificent <laughs> Eight. There you go. But it is a solid movie. It is absolutely. But it just bothers me they have to remake it with the same title. They don't do that to the great escape. Um Papillon and uh, Dead Man Walking and that's what, what those are my scoops for prison movies. Mm. Dead Man Walking. Mm.
1: I didn't care for that movie, Dead Man Walking.
0: I just like the way the guard goes, Dead Man Walking when he's walking down the
1: corridor. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. That's why it's in your scoops because you can't remember anything else that Nothing happens else. In that I movie. remember
0: seeing it and yeah, I just, There's just a lot of Susan I Saran and his- Sean Penn yes. talking. Yes. Yes blah, yes blah 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 yeah, blah and yeah. then oh he dies but yeah but i wanted to put it in here to impress you as a scoop that's all
1: monsters ball i guess kind of, kind of the same way with monsters ball
0: what is that a prison movie yeah oh it, it
1: was a lot of blah well, blah you're... blah and then uh Halle berry and uh billy yeah. bob thornton fuck and then yeah, more boy, talking. Do they.
0: yeah she was hot there you go <laughs> there you go well, I guess that about does it. What? Yeah. What do you want to do now, Kimisabi?
1: Well, if people have some prison movies that we didn't mention. What, what should they do? They should reach out to us through email. How? Where? Our email is robert at antiwavepodcast.com. Oh, or. slash or ira at antiwavepodcast.com. Or you can reach out to us through Twitter or Instagram. Our handle there is at antiwavepod.
0: We're all over the place, aren't we, Robert? We
1: are just like the bull dykes who are chasing Andy Dufresne. We are all over the place.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, they call them the Sisters with a capital S. They also call them the, Bull Bites. Yeah, I know. The Sisters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. That was good. Uh, we're on, uh, by the way, Write Reviews. That helps us too. Google yeah. Podcast Music and uh, iHeartRadio. And we're on iTunes. Uh, just go to our, uh, our website. Throw us a few books over at Patreon. Help keep the sprocket holes moving, Ira. Mm-hmm. Next week. What?
1: What are we doing? Next oh, week. We're doing another one? Yeah. See oh, this geez. this poster right
0: here? This, yeah. this one to my I right? Do. I, yeah, I this do. This is a
1: poster for a movie called Rubber. And but the director of Rubber Director directed a, a new movie. I know
0: you love the movie Rubber. Yeah. The tire. Yeah. And the rubber tire. Serial Killer Tire. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so this movie He's a surreal director, man. Uh, this uh, guy's crazy. For a treat.
1: He has got a new movie that just came out called, called Mandibles.
0: Mandibles. Mm-hmm. Mandibles. Yeah,
1: so that's what we're gonna watch next week. Absolutely. It's a French movie. How many times Ooh, la, la. how many times do you think we're gonna say
0: ho 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 next Je week. m'appelle Ira? I the over That's under count has gotta be thirty.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's gotta I can, be
0: I can count. Un deux, trois quatre, cinq, set wheat oui, neuf dis owns juice, trace good. Term. Okay. Are you impressed? In two, years, two years, trace fr- quatre, cinq, set, wheat nufties owns ju Yeah, yeah. Two years of French in high school. That's what it did for me. Is that you can count? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Je m'appelle Ira. And
1: then you can you can do your laugh. The French <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All so right. So we're seeing
1: a foreign film. We are. We're
0: getting a little culture.
1: Yeah. We're getting culture. And let me tell you what. I'm just going to answer right now. What? It is
0: anti-wave. <laughs> this is going to be an anti-wave really? movie. Really? Well, yeah. the director. Yeah. So you. Yeah. Already I go. can already tell. This okay. Is gonna be anti-wave. Cool. Good. So we'll watch okay. Mandibles next week. We
1: did it. Yeah. Let's okay. give producer Joey a round of applause. Shall we? Happy birthday, Ira. Thank
0: you. And thank you for my gifts. Oh, and also you gave me a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for you. sharing it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Well, not with you. Yeah. I shared it with Madeline. When she was blowing your horn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 What are you going to let me babysit? Uh, never. <laughs>
1: You're supposed to ask me what I want to do now. Hey, what do you want? Let's go I'm punch you in the face <laughs> for talking about my daughter. <laughs> so until next week, keep watching movies. And we'll help you sort them
0: out.